Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. get through that, write my baseball article, fire up the basketball stuff, write my basketball All right, welcome back, everybody. It is the Osmo.com NHL DFS strategy show. Eight-game slate, little trade deadline going on. A uh, bunch of trades, actually, a lot of the big names have already moved. Well, the biggest of the names, Taylor Hall, my boy, uh, <laughs> Terry, I don't know if your team has made any trades, but that's Terry McBride. You guys are aware. He's been on NBA shows. He's been on MLB shows, does the NHL shows on Monday with me. And uh, we're going to break down the eight games. But what do you think? Have you, have you paid attention to the trade deadline at all so far today? I'm watching it trick by a, a little bit. Um, just, you know, I have the, uh, I think it's the NHL.com, just uh, nice and easy. Uh, just have their tracker up here. But yeah, I was watching it, uh, making sure that we weren't going to get any earth-shattering news to change the entire slate on us, and just keeping an eye on you know some interesting moves. Uh, so I think there, yeah, some interesting pickups. I like the Hall to Boston acquisition. Actually, that should help them and puts him in a much better spot. Player that I know you enjoy. So uh, maybe you'll get to the opportunity to play him a little bit on some lines with some actually good teammates and everything, and get some uh, value out of him. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's been a really active day. I don't know that we had anything that really changes the nature of what we're doing today. Nothing I'm spotting, at least, uh, you know, scrolling down, like uh, Jeff Carter's not going to be there for the Kings, but we kind of knew that early in the day. Uh, Carter traded, he was uh, traded to the Penguins. So, uh, and to answer your question, uh, my Rangers are signing uh, their previous third round pick uh, out of college now that he won the college championship. Yeah. I just went, I forget his name. Yeah. But the, the, the kid from UMass, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they just won the national title. Uh, was that this weekend? I, I can't even remember. I can never remember days or yeah, how far I, away stuff is COVID time. 
is somebody uh, asked me what day it was the other day and i just said like you still do days of the week like why <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh yeah so uh, that's a good point about uh you know, we don't see anything that's really going to affect us for DFS tonight. As far as I'm seeing, maybe some uh, unpredictable teams become a little bit more unpredictable if they're making deals, but I believe we've still got a couple hours left in the trade deadline. So we'll see, maybe some things can get shook up. There's always uh, one or two unexpected names that end up getting dealt. Um, so we'll see. I'm sure we'll get some news throughout the show. Should be enjoyable. will be on top of it. Yeah, and I think it is. Yeah, I think it is time, like right to the end of the show, too. I think it's a three o'clock deadline. Oh, it's okay. It's three Eastern. Okay, I was thinking three Central, but yeah. So we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be coming right up to it, and uh, we'll let you guys know if we see any interesting deals. I'm in a new setup, as the people in chat are uh, are pointing out. I'm at my parents' house because there's a COVID situation at my house, which I was telling Terry and Tyler about. So. Uh, hanging out here for the next, I don't know, 10 days or so until that figures itself out. And uh, yeah, I got a nice big clock behind here. This is my mom's office. This is not mine. So uh, I'm assuming that's the last name. We can only see H-A-R behind you. Yeah, there's there's an I. There's an I there. Tyler Tyler cut that part out. Um, But yeah, you can imagine. So anyways, we've got eight games to talk about for today. Uh, we've got Jock Market to talk about for today. Promo code Osmo NHL twenty is how you get twenty dollars of a deposit bonus on your first deposit. If you haven't checked out Jock Market just yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, they've turned uh, fantasy sports into a real life stock market, and so they allow you to buy and sell shares like you would of stocks. But instead of stocks, you're buying players and selling players in real time for real money, guaranteed payouts at the end of the night. So. A little bit of stocks, a little bit of DFS, jock market kind of combines everything all into one. And if you want to go check them out, I would suggest you do. Not a lot of sites are doing deposit bonuses. Jock market is awesome. NHL 20 is the code. Again, $20 uh, of a deposit bonus on your first deposit. So this is exclusive to only the people watching this show, specifically that, uh, that NHL promo code. There's also other ones as well. Uh, if you're watching some of our NBA shows or PGA shows, um, but Jock Market is a phenomenal sponsor for us. Thank them for sponsoring us, and you guys should go uh, reward them. We're going to send some people their way. I think you guys will enjoy the gameplay over there. All right, we've got eight games. We've got about 50 minutes, only five minutes or so of talking at the beginning. So we're already ahead of schedule, Terry. Usually, usually I get like nine or ten minutes in. And we just go straight ads, but we don't have a ton of stuff at the site. You know, we had starting nine, we had a uh, promo code Dustin. If you guys missed out on those, there's always another promo code that's going to come along. So, uh, or you can just join yeah. use the uh, 29.95 per week for the Osmo Plus Platinum Weekly Package. That would be what I would suggest. Get everything on the site. We were talking a little bit before the show. Uh, we're both going to be playing some MLB tonight. I saw some uh, yeah. tournaments on the sites in a, in a price point that I'm comfortable with. I haven't played too much MLB. But uh, are you on any MLB shows this afternoon, Terry? Uh, not today. I think uh, tomorrow it's uh, me, Max, and Alex. Then tomorrow and Wednesday, I think me, Max, and Alex uh, for Live Before Lock. Today, I think we've got uh, – I think we saw it was Alex on there. And then I'm not sure who was hosting. But, uh, yeah, not on today. But I'll be hanging around in Slack. I'll be punching up my home run picks and my article and everything uh, as soon as we jump off of here. So got uh, plenty to do for baseball, and I can't wait to throw my lineups in. I didn't realize uh, how big of a hit this clock behind me uh, is. So <laughs> chat's having a good time with that. Good to see they're engaged and ready to talk some hockey. Let's start with Detroit and Carolina 2.0 implied total for the wings. That's one of the lowest we've seen on the entire season. The wings stink. They're playing a good Carolina team. They've got a 3.5 implied total. Uh, we've got Grice as the projected goalie. And then James Reimer is confirmed. For the Canes, some ownership going to Carolina top line. I haven't taken a look at the top stacks tool, but I'm assuming they're not crazy overowned. You got a good second line as well. Stall power play one on third line, um, but that that whole line isn't really all that appealing. I don't think from a DFS perspective. Um, and I'm only playing 50 lineups tonight, at least right now. You can't play 150 on in the DK, a $25. So I'm probably just playing 50 for now. Maybe I'll try to get closer to 100, uh, depending on how I, I like my lineups. But 
I'm going to be cutting down on some uh, cutting, cutting out uh, some secondary lines uh, for myself tonight. Uh, and it's mostly going to be about Carolina in this game. What are you liking, Terry? Yeah, so not much of anything on the Detroit side of things to uh, to really discuss. 30th in the league, 95 goals for uh, compared to the Ducks are last in the league with 92. So they're right at the bottom of the league. 27th in goals allowed with 138. The worst, one of the worst power plays in the league, 11.67%. One of the worst penalty kills in the league. Not a ton of history on the lines uh, in their current configurations. That top line for Detroit, if you really wanted to go there, it would be more about the Larkin and Zadina pairing. There's a sample on those guys, at least 316 minutes, but a sub-average Corsi 4, trailing in goals 4 by a handful, uh, and by the expected goals 4 percentage is uh, 45%. Give up way too many high danger chances. They're 47 to 71 in high danger chances. So it's a line to attack with the other side of things. I think everybody kind of knows that it's Carolina all day long in this game. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the totals in this one. We've got uh, 1.95, I think, uh, implied was what I came up with for the Red Wings based on the line and a 25.13% chance to win this one. Carolina just in a dominant position. That top line, significant sample on those guys. Uh, without, if we're not including Jesper Faust in there, uh, 554 sample uh, for the pairing, 55.29, Corsi 4, 38 to 27 goals for advantage uh, with a 53.63 expected goals for percentage, 26 to 18 in high danger goals. Goal scored with Faust, they get even better in terms of uh, the Corsi 4 percentage of puck possession numbers. Generated 22 high danger chances, only given up 8, uh, and a 63.37% expected goals for advantage. I like the second line, tremendous with puck, uh, puck possession numbers as well, across 249 minutes back to the start of last year, 54.09% Corsi 4. Leading in goals 4, nice little uh, goals 4, expected goals 4 advantage, uh, even though they trail in 43 to 48 in high danger chances. So they give up a little bit going back the other way in their sample, that Niederreiter, uh, Netches, uh, Trocek line. But uh, I think there's plenty of upside to like there. They're owned a lot less than the top line is. So I think it kind of makes sense. Maybe save a little bit of money, go to that second line a little bit more often than maybe we would because uh, they are one of the higher ranked second lines on the board in, uh, in terms of the top stack tool. I think I'm going to get to a lot of the second line, at least relative to where the field's at. So they're at about 2%, 3% right now in DK. And I, a lot of that probably has to do with, Trocheck's price being so high, seventy three hundred bucks. But if you think about it for a whole line, maybe a little overpriced, but that's probably going to make them under own as we talk about all the time in sports like NHL DFS, MLB DFS, these variance based sports. Um, uh, getting over the field on some of these like quote unquote overpriced lines is a really good way to uh, to make a living long term. So I'm targeting Carolina two for sure. Going to get to some Carolina one. I don't know if I'm going to get to where the field's at. I think I like a couple other spots a little bit better um, relative to their ownership than Carolina one. So I'll monitor them. think if you include Jesper Foss on that stack, you're going to be a little bit different because a lot of people will go Ajo uh, and Svechnikov and leave off Jesper Foss. So he's not the, the biggest plug in the world. He's fine for 3,200, get some secondary power play time uh, as well. Dougie Hamilton, 7,700. That's, I think that's the highest price for a defenseman we've seen this season. And I can't, I think maybe Burns got to 8K early, early last year, but I haven't seen 7,700 on many defensemen, maybe Hedman once or twice, but wow, that is quite the price. So maybe part of the reason why I'm not getting to as much Carolina one is maybe I'd like to. Yeah, that's up there. That's more expensive than the uh, Red Wings goaltender. So that is a, yeah. uh, Price to pay, and he's still coming in 22%, so it's not like you're paying up and then like getting somebody who's 5% owned because he's so high-priced. People are paying through the nose to get to, to for the pleasure of uh, rostering Dougie Hamilton. He's a great player, great spot, but it just becomes a question of, you know, what are you doing to your value once you start doing that? What are you doing to your leverage? So it's, that's a tough roster. Hey, how, many, uh, how, many, how many lines are you rolling out there with the, uh, the game stack with the uh, Svechnikov versus Svechnikov matchup? Oh, yeah, you got you to gotta go uh, Svechnikov uh, stack here. You know, high correlation if one of the Svechnikov scores. The other one, I mean, he's just, uh, yeah, he's just going to score. So uh, just joking about that. I, I don't know. I don't usually game stack that much. I, I will allow it in a small portion of my lineups, but um, especially on an eight-game slate, like I'm not usually looking to game stack, so. Not a whole lot for Detroit, me. It, yeah, Detroit against this Carolina team would not be the spot to do it with if you were like bound and determined to make a game uh, stack out of something. Uh, I, right, and I think the way that Detroit gets three or four goals here, if if they do, 
it's probably via the power play. Carolina does take a lot of penalties. So if you want to go Larkin Zadina, that's fine. They're cheap. Um, they're going to play a bunch of minutes, but uh, that's really all I've got in Detroit. So I'll add in Brett Pesci for 4,100. It's a guy that I will get to definitely more than 2%. He'll probably be one of uh, the guys that I get to a lot in the, uh, the four to five K range tonight. Let's go to the Blackhawks and the Blue Jackets, three implied total for the Hawks, 2.6 for the Jackets, Kevin Lankinen and Jonas Corpsalo. He is confirmed for the Jackets. Uh, Jackets traded away one of their best. I think he's still one of their best defensive wingers. I never look at individual players, but he's always using the shutdown role. Nick Foligno uh, was traded to the Leafs. They, They got first round pick out of it. Pretty good haul for the Blue Jackets who probably aren't going anywhere this season. Um, they've got some weird lines. They always do. They've, they've kept this Domi Bjorkstrand line, a combo, I think together, um, for the most part, uh, for like the last two or three games, mm-hmm. Ross Lake with Grigorenko and Atkinson Tessier with, uh, Zach Dalpe and, uh, Eric Robinson is what I'm seeing. These could change, uh, snap fingers, uh, as blue jackets, they like to change things up on us. I will say, I do like one of the blue jackets lines. And I think a lot of people will be on Chicago. It looks like this top line of Suter Kane and Brandon Hagel uh, is getting a little bit of ownership because you can play two really, really cheap forwards with uh, $7,800 Patrick Kane. What do you like in here? Seeing is believing. And you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Yeah, that looks like a good spot to me. And then uh, if that second line over there is power play correlated on the first power play, like we're seeing it right now, I think with the ownership that they're getting, they're a little bit interesting with the Brinkat, Dake, and uh, Dylan Strom on that line. So I think, I, I think we can get to the top two with Chicago. It's definitely interesting the way that both of these teams shake out in terms of the sample sizes. Biggest sample size on the board is Chicago, too, with 148-minute sample size in the current configurations. They look pretty decent, 51.04% Corsi, 4, 7 to 6 in goals, 4, uh, trailing a little bit behind, but it's about, it's 48.2% in uh, goal expected goals, 4, so they're a little bit below, but uh, but they're fine in that uh, regard. We're not sweating that too, too much. Third line, only a 24-minute sample. They look good, 2 to 1 goals, 4 uh, advantage, 63.2% Corsi, 4, controlling the puck well. Without Hagel on that top line, you do get a 369-minute sample with a 47.9% Corsi 4, a little bit below average there. Uh, 58.33% actual goals 4 percentage, but a 45.42 expected goals 4, trailing 46 to 71 in high danger chances. So they are allowing stuff coming back the other way. So if you're looking at them, you know maybe it makes sense to also consider in different lineups going to some of those Blue Jackets lines. Maybe you go to Blue Jackets 1, maybe you go to Blue Jackets 2 to throw it back against yeah. A line that does kind of give up chances the other way. Um, on that, uh, yeah, what I wrote was basically varied minutes and combinations, but similar results to the sample for line one. That sample for the existing line one that you mentioned, they're up to 29 minutes together, 44.9% course you forward, given up three goals, scored one, 25% actual versus a 35% expected, three to seven in high danger chances. Uh, so they're giving stuff up coming the other way, but it is, you know, they are probably going to be skating together. There is some upside. Yorkstern and Domi uh, and Lane uh, talented guys together. So maybe it hasn't clicked necessarily, but I think that's where you're getting your talent on that, on that team right now. Yeah, that's definitely like, I think that's like the sexiest, sexiest line for most people. Uh, for me, just looking at the game report, I like to go through each game report on natural stat trick, assuming I've got the time and just take a look, uh, especially on these back-to-backs. It's pretty easy to look at some research. You can see um, kind of who was matched up against who, um and it only takes a couple minutes so i try to do it every single day before shows especially uh i noticed the rosalvik grigorenko atkinson line had like 20 shot attempts in the game against chicago um and so i'm probably taking some stabs at columbus too i just i can't i, I hate the way that uh like line has played this season he's been invisible for a lot of games here although it is a pretty good spot against chicago uh, i think he got on the board uh, two nights ago when these teams played Domi and Bjorkstrand power play one. I like Bjorkstrand as a player a lot. It's just the ownership is getting me a little bit off of Columbus one. And then uh, I'm probably off Chicago for the most part. Um, 
talking about this top line, especially if Suter and Hagel are going to be owned, I'd like to do something like Doc uh, DeBrincat and Kane and just go with the old Chicago one or even like Doc Strom and Kane, or you could just do full Chicago two. So I like the second lines here a little bit. You're getting lower ownership. Um, both look good in the last game. And so um, CBJ two, Chicago two, those are my main targets here. I'm going to try to avoid the ownership on at least the full top lines. And then got to point out Seth Jones, 5,900. He didn't play. I thought he was going to play 30 minutes last game. Uh, I think he came in just under 27. Uh, I think he's going to have games where he does see uh, he does see 30 plus minutes coming up here with no Wierenski. I mean, Michael Delzato is his line mate right now, but he's going to skate a little bit with the rest of the guys as well. They're going to get him out there for extra shifts. He's going to play power play one. Don't have to worry about him getting switched off during games. Um, so I do like Seth Jones a lot, even though I'm not totally sold on the Columbus top line. Anything else you want to add here? Yeah, I actually hadn't noticed that, uh, that ownership. So I'm looking at the top stacks tool. The Columbus top line is actually, I think our most negatively leveraged spot. So as much as I, it makes some sense to go there in terms of a hockey matchup. Yeah. If we're getting them that price, 13, six is great. The, uh, but the ownership is basically doubled up their chance of being in the top line. So yeah. Good, good call by you pointing that out. That uh, that makes a ton of sense to maybe start looking at a pivot spot there. All right, yeah. Any, uh, any love for for Dizzy? Uh, considering he's going to be skating with Jones on that top pair, only two point eight k. Any love for him uh, as a as a one off? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's fine. Like Wierenski, not having Wierenski is going to hurt them defensively. It does a lot of guy that blocks shots. Like you could easily see him getting the block shot bonus and playing 20 minutes for 2,800. So even though he's, I, I don't think he's a great real life player. I could be wrong. Yeah, about no, that. no, 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 uh, no. <laughs> is he, is, yeah, I don't know. His possession numbers probably aren't very good, but yeah, uh, yeah 2,800 can block shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I play Josh Manson all the time for this price. So definitely willing to play some, Delzato uh, in an increased role. Uh, all right, let's go to Toronto and Montreal. We've got a 3.2 implied total for the Leafs, 2.8 for the Canadiens. Probably Jack Campbell, probably Jake Allen going uh, as your goalies. We saw Matthews Marner with Galchenyuk uh, for the first time. I, th- I believe that was on Friday. Maybe it was Saturday night. Tavares, Hyman, and Mikiev as your second line. Definitely two playable lines for the Leafs. Uh, and then on the Montreal side, they switched things up. Uh, I believe that was pregame, and they went Suzuki back with Toffoli. I think it was Jonathan Duran. Uh I'm seeing Jake Evans up with Suzuki and Toffoli. I don't know that I love that. And then Kotka Niemi back to center with uh, Duran and Josh Anderson. Byron up with Deneau and Tatar. So a lot of moving pieces on the Montreal side. I do want to play something on Montreal. I just don't really know what it is with these lines. So I'm going to have to look at this one. Uh, what stuck out to you here? Yeah. So we basically know what we're getting, even though the Toronto lines are a little shook up with uh, Galchenyuk moving up to the top there. They had 16 minutes the other day uh, and they have a four to one goals for advantage uh, just in that tiny sample. But more to the point, Matthews and Marner uh, over a thousand mi- minutes going back to the start of last year, 53.88% Corsi four, 63 to 38 goals for advantage, uh, just tremendous and 52.71 expected goals for percentage leads. So excellent in that regard. Uh, just a lot to like about that spot. One of our higher ranked uh, stacks on the board. Looks like they're coming in second overall on the board and you're getting them at a price that puts them not ridiculously expensive by comparison to some of these other top-ranked lines and a very good leverage score. So I'm kind of interested in that uh, on DK. I actually thought as I was clicking over there that I would find them a little bit negatively leveraged, but it looks like they're in a great spot there. So that's in consideration. Definitely same story with uh, with the second line there. A little bit bigger of a sample skating together, uh, 93 minutes together, 57.95, Corsi 4, 5-3 to three goals scored advantage with a 60% expected goals for. Very, very good in that regards. Uh, giving up three high danger goals and not scored any, but leading in chances 23-19. to 19. So nothing really to worry about there, just a little happenstance. On the Montreal side of things, you get that line shakeup that you mentioned. You can look to take Byron off and look at it as a denote tar pairing on the top. Over a thousand minutes with those two together back to the start of last year, 61.2% Corsi 4, 64 to 33, uh, which is a 65.98 actual goals for advantage, 61.34 expected goals for. So they're excellent in that regard. 
283 to 170 high danger chances. So they generate a ton more than they give up and converted 40 to 21. That's the sample without Byron on there. With Byron, they had a five five fifty-eight, let's call it six minutes, 77% uh, course you four, two to one goal scored to advantage two zip and high danger chances. Um, beyond that, if you wanted to get into the Toffoli Suzuki pairing and just uh, kind of ignore Evans, take him or leave him if you want him for 2.5K, I think that's fine. If you wanted to go down to the Drew and uh, Kotkanemi uh, pairing there, go to that line. I think you could do that a little bit. So they all rank out decently well on the board. I can't hear Jake. I can't hear you, buddy. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I was muted. That's why. Uh, I don't know why I said laughing, Tyler Tyler <laughs> laughing at me back there. I haven't done that in like... What I think it's been like a month since the last time I did that. I, I think I did it to Josh two times on one show. So uh, that was a little confusing for him. Um, but yeah, I think I think mostly it's going to be uh, two mans for me is what I was saying when I was muted there. Suzuki Toffoli, you mentioned. You could add in Evans for 2500 and you just hope that line sticks. But man, the way that Montreal has been struggling in some of these games, they just got shut out at home to Winnipeg. Um and so I think if they find themselves down 2-0, your, your line is probably not doing anything anyways, but you might like you might just lose all the correlation. They could go Suzuki back with Anderson and Druan, and then everything's mixed up. So, uh, it, And then you've got the, the third line with Kotkaniemi, Druan, and Anderson, and that's great, but that's a three-wing line on DraftKings. So while it's cheap, uh, it's a little bit difficult to fit in. If you wanted to go double center elsewhere, you certainly could. Um but yeah, these Montreal lines are pretty brutal if this is going to be what they're going to roll out at least to start with. And then, like I said, you don't really know when they're going to switch things up coming off a, a really ugly loss. Um, on the Leafs side, you know, status quo for them, Matthews Marner. Matthews is going to score, as Josh always says, and he's always right. Matthews, Matthews is going to score. It's just a matter of does he score once or does he score three times and wreck the slate. And so uh, he's got a great chance to have a multiple point game Again, Montreal takes about as many penalties as anyone. That is a recipe for disaster, especially with a uh, very poor kill, um, like going up against Toronto. You can't take penalties against Matthews and and, uh, this top power play unit, and they have not been able to do that so far this season. So it's Toronto one for me. I'm seeing some mixed-up power plays for the Leafs, and that Tavares is on uh, power play two. That could be some speculation, but – yeah, Matthews Marner, Galchenyuk. I, I wouldn't be like in a hurry to leave off Galchenyuk either for 3,600. So yeah. I like keeping him on there. Might come in at a little bit lower ownership than uh, than the big two, but uh, pretty good third wheel there for 3,600. And any defensemen here? Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to go to uh, Riley, work him in with a power play stack, I think that makes some sense. Getting a little bit of ownership, but he's significantly less expensive than, let's say, like a Dougie Hamilton coming in at 5,400. Uh, also a very productive dude. Uh, blocks some shots, has the offensive acumen, 24 assists this year, 11 points on the power play. So lots of like there. Um, on the other side, if you wanted to go to uh, Shea Weber, Jeff, Pet- Jeff uh, Petrie, I think you could do that as well. Less ownership for both of those guys. Um, but you're paying around the same amount, but similar skill sets. Uh, we've got uh, 12 yep. points on the power play for Petri this year. Uh, it looks like nine for uh, Shea Weber, but both productive guys over 20 minutes of ice time each. So definitely could go to any one of those guys. Uh, a couple funny comments here. All, by the way, uh, welcome Demar Davis. Welcome to team Osmo. If you guys want to join and get some uh, access to some funny badges, Dr. Ben Raza, you've got the Alex Caruso, Alex Baker badge as well. If you want to get access to those, you can just click the join uh, icon uh, a little bit under the stream right next to, uh, or actually right below the uh, the like dislike button. But you probably don't even know where the dislike button is. There is no you're, you're only liking this show anyways. But uh, Seth says, when I was muted, best analysis, best analysis on the show for Jake in a month. So I don't know when the best was before that. It was probably when I was touting Grizzlick or something for Seth, but uh, pretty. Or funny it was just comment. you said the last time you were muted was a month ago, so it might have just. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Uh, our, our favorite troll, Seth, in the YouTube chat. Uh, Cliffy, one note on this game. Cliffy says Armia could be back tonight. If he does, he seems slotting in Evans' spot as possible. Okay, that would that would be good. Change my tune on on that line. I do like Armia as a player. 
and especially at low ownership, these uh, late addition to the lineup. So uh, that is a very uh, helpful note. Gives me some direction on Montreal, at least. Um, we're probably good on that game. What are we at? Our fourth game here. Yeah, Winnipeg and Toronto. 3.4 implied total for the Jets. 2.6 for the Sens. Hellebuck and Anton Forsberg are your projected goalies. New line in uh, morning skate. Says Liquid Demons, I'm seeing Kachuk with Norris and Batherson. That is fully correlated on the top power play against a Winnipeg team that sometimes struggles at five on five. Now, they did not last game against the Canadiens. Uh, they won five to zero, but uh, I like the leverage spot here for Ottawa one. They're coming in at low ownership, fully correlated top power play. They might come up in ownership once we rerun this because they're a cheap, fully correlated top line. But going to see the Shifley Connor cop trio, you know, Shifley, he's really struggled at five on five, at least defensively. Offensively, he's been fine. Uh, at least uh, his line mates have carried him to decent possession numbers offensively. Defensively, though, has been another story. I'm sure you've got some numbers on the, the Shif, uh, Shifley cop combo or the Shifley Connor combo. Is there anything you're seeing? Can we attack this Winnipeg one line with some Ottawa Senators? Yeah, I actually think we can. I kind of like the, even though they're not a good team, not a team we've really talked up a ton outside of specific spots, I think throwing some of that line one up against them makes some sense. And I actually think we can go to line three here. Line two didn't really pop for me, but line three I was looking at, 204-minute sample, 57.03% Corsi for 9 to 10 in goals for. So they've given up 10, scored 9, but a 51.78 expected goals for advantage. 33 to 32 in high danger chances and six to three in conversions. So they make some things happen there. They just play a little bit of an interesting game, good puck possession numbers there. So I think we could throw them up against the, the team that, uh, like you said, a little bit of struggles five on five, nothing brutal. Um, if you take cop off on the sample on the top line on the other side for Winnipeg over a thousand minutes, they are below average 48.6% Corsi four dead, even with 53, 53 uh, in the goals department, but their expected goals for is 52.54. So that is big. So that makes a lot of sense. That's kind of what you're calling out, what you were just saying there. Uh, in the high danger department, 183 chances generated, but 259 given up the other way. 30 goals scored, 40 given up in that situation. So definitely give up a lot of chances. I really like the idea of throwing that top line there, and you're getting them at pretty low ownership. So it makes a lot of sense to me, that Kachuk Norris Batherson line. I think uh, you can definitely fire away with that. Uh, Chuck and Norris together, you get a around 50%. Of course, you're trailing a little bit in goals, but it's 48% expected uh, and generating more high danger chances than they yield. So that makes sense to throw specifically them at that line. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, I think, so just to get uh, Winnipeg, out of the way here, their top line is getting a lot of ownership and you can see why it's a big total. It's against Ottawa. People like attacking Ottawa. I like attacking Ottawa, but usually when the skaters are a little bit less chalky on a, uh, on an eight game slate here. So I think I'm more on Ottawa here. Uh, I, I talked myself a little bit into Ottawa one. Uh, and if their ownership stays at a reasonable point, like if it's under 10%, I think pretty good chance Ottawa one is, one of, if not my highest owned line in the slate. Right now, they are one of my highest owned lines in the slate because the ownership's low. But if we plug in a little bit higher ownership, uh, you know, that might stabilize a little bit. But yeah, great spot. I think it's a pretty good looking line for Ottawa one. Um, no, no Batherson with Amadio. So I'm sure Clippy is going to be sad about that. He likes Amadio. Very good call. I believe that was on the Saturday show. He, he called that uh, Ottawa two line. They scored a couple of goals for him. So 
I actually didn't check with him to see if he had a, a big night, but I'm assuming he did pretty well that night. Um, nice. And yeah, you know, I mean, if you want to go to, to White, Dadnoff, and Nick Paul, um, that's fine as well. I don't have a problem with that going into the Winnipeg depth. I know the Lowry line doesn't have great numbers with Cop there, uh, and I doubt they're going to keep up any anything special with uh, with Perot. So Winnipeg's fine. I, you got to like the power play at least, but I think if I'm spending up 7K for Shifley, 74 for Connor, I'd rather just – you know, I, I think I'd rather just go to like Colorado one or uh, who's Toronto one. Um, so I'm probably not going to get to too much uh, Winnipeg here. And they'll probably bury me with an empty netter and everyone will hit the three point bonus at the end. Like that happens all the time. But uh, you know, yeah, I mean, they, sports. they are they are going up against, you know, the worst goals against uh, team in the league by a wide margin. Uh, centers last in the league with 158 goals against Philly is second to last with 144. They've given up 14 more, and that's only one game, uh, one game in hand for Philly. So that's a lot of uh, difference there in the, the amount of goals these guys have yielded. But yeah, I think with that much ownership at the prices that they're at, I think it's just an avoidable spot. Do, uh, does, do you have any love for either two or three coming from the Winnipeg side? Just considering since it's such a good matchup in terms of the ability to score goals on this team, I like I, I like the ownership comparison on Ottawa two compared to the top line. Like I don't think there's that much much separation and you're not going to get the Kachuk line, which is the one you would like to avoid. Not that you can't target against the Kachuk line for Ottawa, but I don't think they're going to face Ottawa. I don't think Winnipeg two is going to face very much time against Ottawa one. So that's definitely a plus getting to go up against the white line and the Amadio line um, for the Sens. So I think I would go to Winnipeg two and just full stack them and hope they get there at five on five. Um, cause the power play is going to be popular here. I, I don't really have much interest in Winnipeg three here. It looks like they're going to be one of the more popular third lines uh, on the entire slate, which is, which is weird to say. Yeah. I mean, bargain basement pricing, uh, two and a half, 3.6, 3.1 across that line. So that's, I guess, probably driving a little bit of that considering the matchup. But yeah, I think that second line is a little bit interesting there and not getting everybody under 10% and pretty affordable. Uh, Ellers at 71, but uh, the other two guys, uh, Dubois and Stastny on that line. Not all that costly. Um, just looking at the sample, if you take Stasny off, 184-minute uh, sample, uh, above average Corsi 4 at 51, uh, 7 to 6 goals for, but a 54.97 expected, uh, about even on the high danger chances. With Stasny, only a 15-minute uh, sample, but there were 61% uh, Corsi 4 and scored a goal, didn't give up any. So maybe some argument there. <laughs> Welcome, Linnell Pickett, to Team Awesome. Uh, enjoy your new badges and your, uh, I can't remember what our, our it's Tier 1 membership uh, on YouTube, I think it's called. So uh, enjoy the perks there. I know you can read about them somewhere. If you click around your profile, feel free to fire off some emojis uh, in the chat. Um, let's see. I think, I don't think I missed anything in the chat. It's important people ask for Cliffy's uh, goalie takes. They want the, uh, what is it? The Cliffy Brick Wall picks for net tonight. I don't know. Are we branding it that way? It sounds pretty good to me. I'm sure we can throw up a graphic next time he's on, which I, I think is tomorrow. So uh, I'm jealous of – did you hear Gundacker's name for his home run model in baseball? I'm pretty jealous. No, what is it? The bomb detector. Oh, yeah, that, that is pretty good. That's pretty uh, good. I mean, we got to have graphics for that at some point, I'm assuming. I would think. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler's mad because I'm, I'm giving him more work, right? Yeah. He's, not <laughs> uh, he's got a list of things is what he's telling me that he's got to do. And so I just added another one to the list for him. My bad, Tyler. All right. Number one way you guys can help us out. Uh, you know, you can like the show. Obviously that helps a lot, but if you subscribe to the channel, that is going to be the best way you can help us out uh, at no cost to you. The only cost is going to be, you're going to get alerts to your phone. So uh, when the NHL strategy show goes live, you'll get an alert right to your phone. If you set up push notifications uh, or your browser, if you have push notifications on your browser, you'll see when me and Terry go live. You'll see when Terry goes live for MLB. You'll see when Terry goes live for NBA. Terry will probably be, end up doing PGA and MMA and every other sport yeah, as well. You're the Marwin Gonzalez uh, in the best way possible of the awesome team here. So you do a little bit of everything, but in all seriousness, you guys will know, uh, every time that we go live and uh, that's only going to help you out never miss a show uh at least the ones that you don't want to miss if you don't play all the sports that's fine you don't have to consume all of our content but we've got uh, a little bit of an a la carte menu for everyone 
got every single sport uh, that DraftKings and FanDuel offers uh, in some form or fashion. So subscribe to the channel. That is the number one way you can help us out. All right. St. Louis, Minnesota. This one is, I think, pretty important tonight uh, from a matchups perspective. So I'm interested to hear what the chat thinks because I haven't made up my mind as far as how Minnesota is going to match. But it's a 2.5 implied total for the Blues and a 3 for the uh, for the Wild, 3 flat. Bennington and probably Cam Talbot as your goalie for the Wild. Wild back to Rask, Kaprizov, and uh, Zuccarello. Marcus Foligno expected to return tonight for the Wild. That is huge for them. They're going back with the big guns, Eriksenek, Greenway, and Foligno. Arguably the best shutdown line in the entire NHL. They usually just wipe away the opposing top competition. Now the question is, are they going to match the Shen Schwartz Teresinko line, or are they going to match uh, power versus power, the O'Reilly Perron and Sammy Blay line? I don't really know just yet. I'm leaning towards that Erickson at Greenway and Felino will match against the Shen Schwartz Teresinko line, but I don't really know for sure. And I really don't want to play a line that's going up into the hard match of, uh, of that trio for the wild. So uh, what do you like from this one? Just from a number standpoint, anything jump out to you on the top stacks tool or the projections or ownership, anything you're surprised about here? It would be great to know specifically which line was going to be going up against that line. Yeah. That defensive line just, you know, they really, really stand out in terms of their, their puck possession ability, their, their goals for advantage, every, just everything on the board. So there's a lot to like about them in terms of their ability. I don't know how big of a DFS go-to spot it's going to be for us to go to them, but by any means, but we want to avoid them on the other side of things. So just in terms of like goal scoring production, you would think it might be the O'Reilly Perron line between uh, the two of those guys, you know, 30 goals scored so far this year in uh, oh, the goals. The game played isn't popping up for me. Something around 40 games. Um, so a lot of goal scoring on that line, but yeah, it probably makes sense that they're just, you know, big line against big line, probably going to go up against the top line there. So if we had that news, it would make a, the decision point a lot easier Looking on that St. Louis side of things, the top line, 221 minutes together is currently configured at 50.51% Corsi 4, 47.62% goals for advantage, but a 50 uh, in the expected, 39 to 36 in terms of high danger chances yielded and leading a little bit in 5-4 in uh, high danger goals. The second line is a little bit, just 49.47. So we're talking like a couple percentage, uh, a couple fractions of a percentage point below average in uh, terms of their puck possession this year. 11 to 6 in goal scoring, though, uh, goals for advantage. The expected is below average of 45.59%. Their actual is 64.71 in their goals for advantage, uh, goals for percentage. And they've yielded uh, uh, 29 high danger chances and only generated 17, scoring more than they've they've given up in that situation. So for me, just those – those little numbers there about the puck possession and some of the chances, it kind of makes me think that that would lead them to match up the uh, the defensive second line from the wild against the top line. They're just a little bit better in terms of those things. Yeah. So I think that's where they go. Um, so probably that would lead me toward wanting to roster the second line from the same, from the blue side of things more than the top line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm reading chat while you were talking and I, like, I think if I was the coach of the wild, I was, I think it's Dean Evanson or Evanson. I don't even know. He looks like Creed Bratton. Have you ever seen the wild head coach? <laughs> yeah, he looked like when he wears a mask, especially, and you can just see his eyes. Tyler, you got to look that up and throw that on screen if, if you see a picture of it. Um, but yeah, he looks just like Creed Bratton. I think if I was the wild head coach, I would be uh, looking towards Shen Schwartz and Tarasenko as the match. But Cliffy points out on March 25th, uh, the Wild were at home. They matched Erickson Eck and Greenway without Foligno um, against uh, Ryan O'Reilly. Foligno was out of the lineup. Um, so I, I'm probably going to go with that and just maybe cross out O'Reilly Perron, especially because I'm trying to cut down on the lines I use tonight and take some stabs at Shen Schwartz and Tarasenko. Now, if I get the line matching wrong here, I'm just going to assume those Shen Schwartz Tarasenko lineups are dead and move on to the next slate, or at least hope my other lineups get there. But I want to go up against the non-Erickson Eck, Greenway, Felino lines. Not super interested in Rask, uh, Kaprizov, and uh, Zuccarello. I think I like the St. Louis side just a little bit tonight. Uh, and then one other note, Kevin Fiala is a game-time decision tonight. He was a late scratch um, over the weekend in one of their games. And 
well, actually one more note, this game might not happen. There's uh, some protesting going on. The twins game got canceled and uh, Michael Russo beat writer for the wild is saying that St. Louis, Minnesota is uh, up in the air right now. So it's not even on right now. It's up in the air. Uh, yeah, so- I would, that, I mean, I didn't even think of that, but yeah, they were rolling out what well, you would know, right? They're rolling out the national guard and everything. It's uh I haven't been checking in. I just yeah. read a little bit this morning, and uh, sounds like, yeah, there's there's protests going on. That, that's all I know. So um, I, have, I have terrible timing for the bits, but do you want me to pull up the uh, picture? Yeah, of Creed yeah, put it up. There? That'll change the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, That'll let's change the topic. Uh, That'll change the topic. You know, let's go to a little bit lighter of a topic. If you want to see the uh, wild head coach, if any of you guys have not uh, seen it, uh, we're gonna pull it up for you in just a second. I'm trying to watch on delay here. See how close this picture is. Is it a good pick, Tyler? Pretty good. All right. Let's see. Uh, this is riveting. Uh, do, you, do you see it, Terry? I don't have YouTube up. I'm just looking okay. in the room, so I don't see it. I'm, uh, everybody, yes, I'm safe. I'm good. There you go. Yes, right there. That's perfect. So uh, the chat's going to like that. Uh, and with the mask, something about the mask, you know, it's the hair. Like, he kind of spikes up the little hair that he has. But if he pushes it down like Creed has on the on the picture on the screen, it looks just like him. Like it, it is amazing. So someone pointed out that to me, and I, I just can't unsee that now. So it's Creed Braddon is your Minnesota Wild head coach going forward. Uh, I think we're done on the Minnesota game. Had some fun with that talk. Did some serious talk about it uh, a little bit there. And uh, we'll move it on to Arizona and Colorado. 2.2 implied total for the Yotes. 3.4 for the Abs. We don't know who's going for the Yotes. It's been Aiden Hill for the last month, pretty much. But Yotes played last night, and Hill started. Maybe he goes in the back-to-back. Uh, not sure. It could be Prosvitov for the Yotes, and then probably Grubauer for the Avalanche. They started Jonas Johansson last night. Uh, he picked up a win for them. You'd imagine they go to their big gun tonight in Grubauer. And, uh, man, looks like another spot where you can onslaught these abs here and not much you want to target for the Yotes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a uh, it's just a killer spot for the abs. The only thing to worry about is how do we pay for them and uh, are we getting into a situation where we're going to be uh, going up against too much of the field? The answer to that second question is uh, emphatically no. If you can figure out a way to get to them, you're getting significant positive leverage on that stack. I'm talking double their ownership share. Uh, this is definitely, definitely a spot to hammer. Uh, if you can figure out good secondary stacks and uh, good defensemen and goaltenders to play alongside these guys and good ways to pay for it, uh, they are exploding through the top of the stack tool. So definite yes on them. Uh, we kind of know the story about that line, 777 minutes going back to the start of last year, 61% course you four, 50 to 32 goals for, which is a 60.98 advantage. And they're actually behind the curve on their expected, which is 64.94. So they're actually not performing to as good as they should be, which is absurd. Uh, 178 yeah. to 95 in high danger chances generated. So lots of love there. Uh, the second line, 104 minute sample is currently configured 58.56% Corsi four, 12 to one goals for advantage, which is a 92.31 actual comes down a little bit in the expected 57.4, but still excellent. 23 to 18 in high danger chances. I think you can throw both of those lines uh, kind of with uh, as much as you want. Uh, and that second line, not really the uh, Burakovsky, uh, Kadri, uh, Nishkuchin line, not getting a ton of ownership. Everybody below 2%. Third line, if you wanted to go to the Jost, uh, Saad, Donskoy line, I don't hate it. Uh, in without Taking Saad off of there, 330-minute sample, solid 56.87 course to 4, 21 to 8 goals for, which is a 72.41%. Versus a 56% expected goals for. So just a lot to love in all three lines there. I don't know that I would be getting too much of anything coming back the other way from Arizona. It's, you know, there's okay numbers in terms of some of the puck possession. It's just throwing them up against this team, this dominant first in the league with 146 goals for second with 95 goals against fifth best power play in the league. So it's not even a great spot for the power play from the other side of things. I just don't love it. Do you have a spot where you would go to with Arizona? Would it just be, you know, cross your fingers with line one, nobody on them and uh, throw them in there? Or? Yeah, it, it would probably be that. You just hope that they can pick up a power player too early in the game and get a goal. And then, you know, maybe they don't spend a ton of time against McKinnon and Landis God 
ranting in, but very, very low probability play, I think, for Arizona. One, a, a line that I think I like and Cliffy likes, and I'm sure you like as well. Like, they have pretty good numbers, especially defensively so far. I mentioned the matchups uh, the last time I was on the show, though. Like, they saw the Ducks twice and the Kings twice in their very small sample. So, not really – like, this is – the complete opposite of the Ducks and the Kings. Like, this is the best team in the NHL right now, uh, best defensive team. I think they're, their top four defensemen are insanely good, um, and they're not even fully healthy uh, yet again. But I'm all over Colorado. One, um, their ownership will probably come up a little bit by the time we get to lock. At least that's what I'm anticipating. But if you don't like that, drop down the line two, about the Shushkin. I think getting a, a much-deserved uh, promotion up to the Kadri lines played very well this season. 3,200 doesn't get power play time, but uh, that's fine because even power play two time isn't really that much power play time for the apps. You're playing them for the five on five time, and it is going to be a great five on five matchup for the Kadri line. So, really love Colorado one, obviously, uh, but love Colorado two as well. And then, since I am cutting down on uh, on Arizona t- or uh, on lines tonight, not playing my normal 150, at least on DK. Uh, don't have the ability to uh, because of the way that they structured the contest tonight. Um, I might just end up crossing out Arizona entirely, at least the forwards. If you wanted to play a Chikrin, he's a guy that, you know, you could see him getting the the combo meal bonus, five blocks, uh, five shots, uh, three blocks. You could see that happening tonight for 6K. Uh, spend up defensemen aren't amazing tonight. Um, no, no headman, no Yossi, guys like that. Um, so a little bit uh, – you know, a little bit of interest in Chikrin at 6K if you wanted to one-off him there. Kale McCarr is who you're going to if you're playing Colorado 1. Uh, otherwise, if you want to go with Taze or Gerard to save a little bit of money, you can play them with Colorado 1, 2, or 3, in my opinion. They're going to play a lot of minutes tonight. Anything else in that one? No, I think, that's, uh, I think that hit all the high points. I was going to throw, you know, if you really wanted to save a little bit of money on Colorado defensemen, you could throw Ryan Graves in there and hope for the, uh, the shot blocks, uh, 74 shots blocked on the year, 19, uh, 19 and change minutes uh, per game. Yeah. So he's a decent I, I, time, 4,200. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning Graves because I, I actually do like him a lot for 5,900. I always forget to mention him on shows, but I end up playing, you know, 10, 15% of him uh, pretty often. Sam Bennett to Florida. That doesn't really move the needle. I saw Carl Soderberg going back to the Avs. Uh, you know, whatever. Maybe he, I, I can't remember. Is he a face-off guy? I don't even know. Um, but not not really moving the needle with these trades. Maybe we'll get one in the last few minutes of the show. But let's go to the Knights and the Kings. Three point one implied total for the Knights. Two point four for the Kings. Leonard and Cal Peterson are your expected goalies. Uh, not necessarily the same as last game. We do have the Kings at home, but real tough spot for me to get to a lot of LA. They do have a fully correlated top line. With uh, I follow who I believe got a pretty lengthy deal earlier today, maybe narrative awesome. street there. Um, but yeah, this is a Vegas game for me. Shocking. I know I, I always play Vegas, but uh, what's sticking out to you? Yeah, we, we always play Vegas. We always talk about Vegas every time we do a show and uh, today's no different. They stand out. All three lines I think uh, are playable at worst. Um, so the top line, 548 minute sample, excellent, uh, puck possession numbers leading goals, 46 to 19, uh, over that sample, 548 minutes back to the start of last year. That's a 70% mark They're uh, They're expected is 63%, which is still phenomenal. Uh, 133 high danger chances generated 71 allowed back the other way, converted 27 times, only allowed 13 goals. Excellent. Excellent line. Uh, the second line, 838 minutes together. 56.51% Corsi force, so excellent with the puck. Uh, a 52% goals for advantage with a 56% expected goals for, so trailing not quite as good as they should be, according to the numbers. 176 high danger chances with 142 back the other way. Uh, the third line, only a 43-minute sample is uh, currently configured. The uh, Tuck Nozick and uh, Colasar line, but uh, very solid puck possession mm-hmm. numbers. A 59% expected goals for percentage uh, versus a 50%. Uh, it's two to two, so it's not a huge sample, uh, but they generate some high-danger chances back the other way. I think they could turn it around on uh, on this Kings team pretty easily. The Kings one line, yeah, a lot of correlation, a lot of experience together there, over 1,000 minutes back to uh, the start of last year. 53.58% Corsi 4, so good with the puck, 42 per, uh, to 34 goals 4, uh, which is a 55.26% goals 4 actual, but a 36.53 expected. That is a big, big differential. 
So they are playing well above their heads. Um, so that's, that's an interesting spot to me. I think it just, you know, for just makes all the more reason to uh, be perfectly willing to throw Vegas lines at this team. Um, beyond that, uh, not a ton to love on, uh, yeah. on the King side of things at all. I, I just really don't see throwing any Kings lines at this excellent Vegas team. Yeah. I think, you know, there's, a, there's somewhat of a case for LA one. There usually is, they're usually fully correlated. That's fine. Especially when they're on home ice. Um, I, I really do like the Patriotti Stone Stevenson line tonight, even going into the Kopitar IFL Brown uh, uh, line, which they're probably going to get hard matched against. They were hard matched last time these teams played in LA, but I'm not really worried about that. Vegas one did a great job of generating chances that game. I think they're just a better line and uh, sometimes you just got to bet on uh, the better man. They are all in the top power play with Shea Theodore. So I like going Vegas one plus Shea Theodore. Vegas too. I'm surprised they're not that popular. They've been super popular recently. Uh, maybe they'll come up a little bit, but I'm seeing them below 5%. I'm definitely in on that as well. And uh, Vegas three, like the problem with Vegas three is that Colsar doesn't like, he'll play like under nine minutes, some of these games. And while minutes aren't that like, I don't pay attention to them game by game that much. Like you can't be playing five minutes in some of these games and be rostered in DFS. I don't care who you are. So Knows I can talk to man is fine. Yeah, he's averaging nine nine minutes twelve seconds for the season. So yeah, that's a that's a great point. Yeah. So uh, I think we are good on this game. Before we wrap it up, Alec Martinez on the blue line. What'd you say? Alec Martinez on the blue line. Fifty five hundred point seven percent ownership right now. One hundred twenty two block shots on the year. Yeah, him and Petrangelo I think are yeah, great yeah. options. Two guys that also have great chances at the combo meal. Um, they're a little bit priced up but that's going to make their ownership uh, quite a bit lower. Uh, before we get to, into the last game, you can see over my uh, – it's probably my right shoulder on your screen. It's my left shoulder, though. Uh, use promo code AWESOMONHL20 for $20 deposit bonus. That is over on Jock Market. If you guys haven't checked out Jock Market just yet, you're getting a free 20 bucks on your first deposit, so might as well go do that. Um, it's, daily, it's fantasy sports, but uh, – a stock market so you can buy and sell players uh during games get real money payouts uh they're guaranteed just like your other dfs sites but a little bit of a twist i think you guys will enjoy the gameplay over there uh let's get into the last game we got about two minutes before we got to get out of here ducks and sharks 2.5 implied total for the ducks three for the sharks probably ryan miller going up against marty jones gibson started last night uh this is very one-sided for me, but we've been sharked a couple times recently. So I'm a little bit worried, but I really like the sharks here. What do you like? Yeah, I think it's a good spot for the sharks. Uh, definitely a team that we can get to here. Bear with me one second. It wasn't uh, put up there. I was responding to a message. Uh, so yeah, going up against the ducks, it's just a great spot. Uh, ducks last in the league in goals four with 92 on the year, 135 goals against is 26th in the league. They are dead last in the, with a 10.99% power play uh, and only 77% on the penalty kill, 22nd in the league. So I think you can fire away with that Sharks top line. Uh, we like getting to them a lot, uh, and there's definitely a lot of experience there. We've got uh, 493 minutes together going back to the start of last year. Excellent with the puck, 25 to 24% uh, actual uh, goal, uh, 51% actual goals for, 53% expected, so trailing a little bit behind their expect- expectation. Uh, generating a ton of high danger chances, 96 to 84. So uh, just have not been converting at the highest rate, 14 uh, converted, 15 allowed in that sample. So I think there's definitely plenty of room to love the uh, the Sharks line there. They'll be a little bit popular, but I actually expected a little bit more. I thought they would come in mid-teens-ish, and it looks like they're a little bit under 10. So I think there's room on that line. Second line with Balser's uh, Hurdle and Meyer, I think you can definitely go to that line as well. 145-minute sample together, 59% Corsi 4 percentage. Uh, another another line, 58.33% ex, uh, actual goals for and uh, 65.96% uh, expected goals for percentage. So been trailing behind what their expected production is. Part of the reason they're uh, 47 high danger chances generated only 21 back the other way, converted five and uh, only yielded two goals. Probably should have converted a couple more of those and that would have made up that gap in the expected goals. Um, duck side of things. If you wanted to go to the top line and uh, you know maybe some of the power play uh, units there, you can. But it's 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 a weak Sharks penalty kill, I guess was, was is where I would look. 
So I'd probably look to, you know, grab like uh, Henrik and Silverberg and maybe put him with Cam Fowler, put him with Getzlaff and grab some of that power play there. Uh, Sharks 26 in the league with a 76.15% penalty kill on the season. That would be the real way I think I would attack with uh, with the Ducks. That top line, 45.54% Corsi 4, just a kind of bumpy, even strength line. So don't love that. Uh, you take Henrique off the second line, it's a 310-minute sample, also below average Corsi, just not a great spot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that maybe some things that I'll end up swapping to on the Duck side, but this is, again, Sharks game for me. Love San Jose 2, love San Jose 1. Uh, I hope the ownership sticks because I think this might be my highest exposed team of the night. Uh, but we're pretty much out of time. So just know it, it's it's a Sharks game for me. If I end up swapping to uh, Ducks 1, it's because I don't have the nuts. Uh, but, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Thank you, everybody, for joining today. Thanks to Terry for providing some awesome analysis. As always, we've got MLB coming on right after this. The tip-off show for MLB coming up at 3 Eastern time. Don't go anywhere. Go right to the Osmo uh, YouTube channel. Find out more great content. We've got hours and hours still to come. Hit us up in Slack if you've got any questions, and we'll talk to you in 24 hours. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 provides 24-7 compassionate support and connection to trained counselors. When you call, text, or chat 988, you'll be quickly connected to trained counselors who will listen to your concerns, provide support, and connect you to additional resources if needed. There is hope. The Lifeline works. You are not alone. For 24-7 support, just call, text, or chat 988.